The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Now, we have with us Mary O'Kane, who is our child care and parenting expert. And as always, buckets of questions coming in for Mary. And we'll start with the one which I think must be common across all uh, parents because it's the ultimate fear. It says, our daughter has been friends with three other girls in our area for years. They were always together and to our mind got on along very well. We liked them too. They were nice girls. Recently, however, our daughter became withdrawn and not herself. We finally got it out of her that the group are excluding her from activities. They'll go for walks or to the cinema together and won't tell her about it. They have in-jokes and whisper to each other even when she's there. It has gotten to the point now where she just won't go round to them or speak with them and they are certainly not coming round here either. She is absolutely crushed. We're concerned that with the summer coming up, she'll just be indoors the whole time and we'll be desperately unhappy and we're at a loss. Oh, Anton, it's just horrible, isn't it? And I'm sure there are so many parents listening who have absolutely and utterly been there. You know, sort of back in the day and we used to think about bullying and we thought about um, maybe your child being jumped on walking home from school or something, you know, kind of physical. And now we talk about relational aggression and it is bullying, but it is this sort of thing. It's exclusion. It's really manipulative. Usually there's uh, what we would say the queen bee and that sounds like it's all female. Actually, it's not all female. We used to think relational aggression was only girls, but it's not. I've heard from so many mothers of sons, or the fathers of sons, around the exact same thing. But there's usually sort of a ringleader, if you know what I mean. I, funny the way she said, they were nice girls. You see, they are, but there's usually one at the helm and they will, they control. It's usually um, a sort of a strong-willed, dominant kid and they control and the other kids go along with it. But even I though they know it's wrong. It must be much more difficult to deal with that kind of insidious bullying because at least yep. if your child has been punched, you yep. can go to the parent and say, here is what happened. But mildly excluded, whispering, oh, yes. events happening. Not, how, how do you oh, point to that as a tangible? It's really, really hard, Anton, for exactly that reason. Like, it's clever. Like, it, we all mean girls. It is mean and it's out and out deliberate. You know what I mean? Funny that she says the daughter has decided she's sort of walking away. And if I'm really honest, that's what I would say. It's really hard to win with this behaviour. And if there is that queen bee on, at the head of it, it's really difficult to shift the behaviour. And if you do go running to the parents, very often the parents of a queen bee will say that their angel would, oh, no, 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 you're misunderstanding. Oh, no. And it's so hard to fight back. And you come across like the crazy person who's been completely unreasonable. Um, and I know concerned about the summer coming up and she'll be indoors. Normally, what we would say is really walk away. Um, you know what? Talk to your daughter about what friendship is. Talk to her about how she feels with these girls. Because I would say when she's with them, she's feeling miserable or she's anxious all the time. She's watching what she's saying. She's walking on eggshells. Because you are in a situation like this. Talk to her about what friendship is. Now, I would support her in trying to cultivate new friendships, whether it's clubs, whether it's activities over the summer. Cousins, friends on the road, but other relationships. But I, I think your daughter is right. Can I say one thing though, Anton? You know what? Every parent needs to think about this. We think about it when our child is in it. But you know what? We should all be talking to our kids all the time. Do you think how many kids really bully? It's a small amount bully. It's a small amount are bullied. So who's in 
the middle. And we talk about bystanders and upstanders. And most kids, when they see something like this, they know it's wrong. They actually don't like it. They're uncomfortable, but they're scared. They're scared to speak up. But the bystanders are the majority. Like if, if That's we actually a fine point. Whenever kids, you think about bullying, you do think your child, predominantly I think parents think of their child as the potential victim. Yeah. Maybe the potential aggressor, but never the bystander who could do something. No, and the vast majority are the bystanders. So if we can say to them, when you, again, talk to every child about what friendship means. Do you know, Anton, we could do an awful lot about bullying if every parent sat with their kids and really talked to them and told them, you know, you do have a responsibility to actually stand up. It can be something like just meeting someone's eye. It can be something like just even saying, uh, you know, like, you know, that was a bit out of line. You're being brave enough to do something. And if one does it, they're stronger. There's a, a challenging one um, that I want to get to, which is about a, a child who isn't speaking in, in school. Before that, uh, what might be a simple one, I yep. wonder. Just wondering, how do you deal with a cheeky and back-answering 10 to 12-year-old? Always questioning the parents and very disrespectful. I was in a supermarket the other day and there was a child like this. and I, I was just letting you think, it, like it makes you twitch when you hear it. But that kind of thing of 10-year-old, 12-year-old, back-answering being cheeky, what do you do? Okay, 10 to 12-year-old, we're actually getting into those tweeny years you know like, so oh my god mom uh, uh, oh yes so I think probably particularly with 12 year olds probably a lot of parents would say oh well if you met my 12 year old they're not always sunshine and rainbows okay so part of it is their brain development part of it is their hormones part of it is that they're so aware of everybody else and, and they're feeling judged all the time and it's hard age to be so yes I get that but if they're really being disrespectful of you, you're that saying, um, don't be, don't get furious, get curious. OK, it's about don't just go at them, but it's actually sitting, connecting with them, communicating with them. You know, it's fine to feel frustrated. It's fine to feel angry. It's fine to feel anxious or stressed and whatever. But it's how you respond to it. And no, I'm sorry, being really disrespectful to me. No, 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 no. We need to sit and have a talk about this. And I assume as well you do it immediately at the point because you often see it in environments where the child knows this is a bit public oh. therefore <laughs> yes. I'm more likely to sneak through yeah. the gap. Oh, I'll get away with this. And you don't. You're having coffee with a friend and your 12 year old comes in and says something and you're actually thinking I could leap up and down do a kung fu move on you but you don't. You smile sweetly and you make an apology. So you don't really want to have that big conversation necessarily in front of somebody. Oh you grab them later and sit down and have a talk. At 12 year old they haven't forgotten what they did an hour earlier. Another one, the, the one that I mentioned earlier on. My daughter is in junior infants and we recently had a parent-teacher meeting where the teacher told me she has hardly spoken in class all year. She avoids answering questions. More recently, she won't even talk to friends during breaks. She was always quiet in preschool and shy, but she could talk to the other kids. Talks at home, but chooses not to in school. She will not tell me when I ask her why she don't won't speak. I don't think there's any big incident, but she's clearly not happening. Any advice? Okay, now funny, this could just be a shy child. So I just want to start by saying that. But there were two things in this. More recently, she won't talk to friends. Like you can be shy of teacher and of or speaking out in class, but it's unusual for that more recently. So that's changed. That sounds like she was talking to friends. And the other thing is she's well able to talk at home, but chooses not to in school. Can I say to this this family, um, there's something called selective mutism and it is like an anxiety issue and it is not that the child is choosing not to speak in school. Very often it's triggered in when they start school. So they might have been a bit shy beforehand but going into school 
just seems to be so challenging and they become so anxious. It's not that they choose not to talk. They actually, they're so anxious, they just cannot get the words out of the mouth. And sometimes what we do is we try and make them. So we push them to talk, but that's the opposite of what you you should do. There's um, a, a parent group and they're called Selective Mutism Ireland and they're on Facebook. Um, I know I follow them on Facebook and I would say to them, have a look at that group, read what they're saying and see if this sounds like what could be happening to your daughter. They did say, should they change your school if it's anxiety? Don't rush into changing school if... if Because it compounds the anxiety with more. Yeah, I tried to sort of get to the bottom of it, but I would just be, it might not be this, but there was just a few things in that that were little red flags to keep an eye on. Uh, One to finish up. My nine-year-old daughter often tells me white lies. Mm -hmm. My husband is much more gullible and she gets away with it with him. But when I catch her out, she pretends the lie was a mistake. And I know there was intention behind it. I'm upset that she feels she can get away with this behaviour, but I don't know how I convince her to be truthful. I think it's Jerry Seinfeld has a, a, a comedy routine where he talks about children discovering the capacity that by simply lying, the problem goes away. <laughs> it's a very tempting thing to do. Oh, it is. And it's clever. You know, it, it shows that they have, they're at the stage where they realise that person, you know, they're little and they don't know you don't know, but they're at the point where they realise, hey, yay, they don't know if I'm telling the truth. I can say whatever I want. Or they and do usually, the way up. When you get the angry question that says, did you do X? And you're like, well... <laughs> If I go oh, with a no, this no, may just no. disappear. Yes, the dog did it. You know, it wasn't me. It definitely wasn't me. So I just laughed at my husband is more gullible and whatever. That did give me a little giggle. Lying is a normal part of development, okay? So loads of them do it. And they do it just to get out of things. Did you do your homework? Yay! Because they just want to go out and play and they don't think about the consequences. The the prefrontal cortex, so the thinking part of the brain, is not developed enough to think about the consequences of the lie. I'm living in the moment. You know, I'm just telling you the lie to get what I want to get out of what I want. So you kind of think, okay, but if she's doing it absolutely all the time, it can be that there's, you know, there's something, again, you know, be curious, not curious. Think about why. But in rather than picking her all the time and make a huge big deal of it, try and really reward honesty. Talk about honesty when she's telling the truth or if a sibling is telling the truth, you know, really make it clear that you value honesty. Rather than be annoyed at her when she lies and you're catching her out, sit and say, tell me what's going on. How, well, what's going on here? Some of that though can be very difficult because if it is something where something has been done wrong, you know, did you punch your brother? Yeah. <laughs> then you want to reward the honesty if they say yes, but you, you can't remove the consequence well for the punch in the first place. So you're in this awful catch-22 of do I end up rewarding poor behaviour just because they told me the truth? No, well, thank you so much for your honesty. And then now you you're sit down. And say, yeah, it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be annoyed at the brother, but we do not thump our brother every time we know. It's a two different issues. But do you know, I think a lot of parents will relate to the line too. And when they're teens as well, like kind of up the ante a little bit. Is with the prefrontal cortex, I would have thought is more than able to know when a lie is a lie when you're a teenager. Well, Anton, we always believe that it was all developed by the time they're teens. No, no, no. They're talking about 25 now or older yet till it's actually. And I think a lot of parents of teenagers and young adults will will be nodding as they think that, yeah, no, it develops. Now so we you know still have effectively de- developed you, you, the bla- brain is still to some extent plastic into the 20s. Absolutely. Well, the brain is plastic for life, Anton. It just it, it diminishes, you know. <laughs> Speak for <But> yourself, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, until mid-twenties now, that, that thinking part, that planning organisation, when you think about even 21-year-olds or 23-year-olds, yeah, I'm a mother of two of them. It's still developing. They're still getting there. And we well, have to remember When you look sometimes. back at the risk-taking behaviour, speaking as somebody who once was a young man, 
the, oh. the behaviours that you think about, how did I think that was a good choice at the time? But yeah. at the time it seemed to make great sense. But, uh, the, but the heart of the brain that's responsible for risk taking, that emotional brain is firing on all cylinders. You know that saying, the accelerator is fully working, the brakes are still in development. There you go. Mary, thank you so much. If you missed anything that Mary had to say and you want to listen back, you can get our podcasts uh, on the website, just newstalk.com. The Anton Savage Show is there and all of the items are downloadable as podcasts. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.